Hello, and thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of DeRitter, Louisiana, recorded at our 10 o'clock service on Sunday, December 23rd, 2018. The text for the day is from Micah, the fifth chapter, verses 2 through 5a, which are as follows. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, you are one of the little clans of Judah. From you shall come forth for me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth. Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall live secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be the one of peace. It was one of those uh, rights of the post-40 crowd that Aaron and I have experienced the past week and a half that really kind of draws my attention from this passage from Micah, not Malachi, but Micah, today. It's one of those passages that you pretty much know is coming in life to a certain subset of the population. And no matter how much people try to tell you about it, no one can prepare you for it. I speak, of course, of the first time the eye doctor, who's much younger than you are, looks at you and says, it's time for bifocals. Aaron and I have spent quite a little bit of time the past week and a half getting used to our new glasses because we've had to learn how to see again. Is that the best way to put it? You know, we've, you know because for years... I mean, I went from that point where I had to wear no glasses to add regular glasses. And then sometime in my mid-30s, I started reading everything like this. Y'all familiar with that, any of y'all? You familiar with having to read like this? And at some point, I said, the heck with it or something like that. And I just put it that much closer to my face. Is that familiar to anybody in the room or just me? All right. Now, then the doctor says, bifocals. Oh. I don't have to do this anymore. I don't have to do this. I can actually read comfortably. I was reading. I was working on my computer. I was working on my computer the other day in the office and didn't realize I hadn't taken my glasses off yet. If you've been in my office lately, you notice I got two 27-inch flat screens that have been about that close to my face for about a year now. I was able to put them back. I had the same eyes The same books, the same computer, the same office setup, and yet I had to learn how to see differently because the lens through which I looked at everything changed. I've had to learn how to read and to look not by shifting my eyes, but by shifting my head because not only are the bifocals, but they're the kind that got all, there's more engineering in this thing, I think, than there is in the rocket that sent Neil Armstrong to the moon, I promise you. But if I wanted to see properly, 
it required me learning how to see again. And I was using the same equipment, just a different set of lenses. And then this passage from Micah, as we wrap up our Advent series, Told You So, where we've spent the past few weeks looking at the words of the prophets and how Jesus' life and his death and his resurrection, his birth, all of it was called by the prophets beforehand. You could see the prophet Micah telling people, look, things are going to change. But out of you is going to come to save you. We look in this passage and we see, O you, Bethlehem, who are ones of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me. One who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from old, from ancient of days. From you. You know, so often in Western Christianity today, and especially in the life of a church or a congregation, we get stuck in this idea that every, we get stuck in a lot of different ideas. And we don't realize that God has put within us all we need to do God's saving work in the world. And I think much like putting on a new pair of bifocals and learning how to see again, this Christmas season that we're fixing to start, this Advent season, the words of the prophets make us look again at ourselves and make us realize that we have been given by God's grace alone that which we need to live as God has called us. Go back and you look at this passage again, and you might start asking yourself, from who? From us? But you notice he says, whose origin is from old, from ancient of days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth, and the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, and in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall live secure for now. He shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be the one of peace. Let me ask you, where are you looking this morning? Where are you looking for peace? Where are you looking for hope? Where, from where are you looking for joy? What is it that you've got to discover? Think about these things. I'm going to pick on my friend Coach Chavez here for a minute. I saw Richard Chavez walk the football sideline one day. Richard, you ever have one of those games where nothing went right in the first half? And you walk in the locker room and you just want to say, guys, I have no idea how we're going to handle this. But you can't say that to them, can you? Nope, you've got to make them believe that right there within them. Because there's going to be nobody else coming out of the stands to put on a uniform. These guys are going to have to do it, right? They have to take all their training, all their ability. They've got to decide how bad they want to play, right? And the frustrating thing is, is you as coach can't make them do it, can you? And yet, you know, going out there in the second half, you have no idea what's going to happen. 
And some days, the first half has been a massacre, and the second half, you wind up coming back to win. And then some days, you knew it was over in the first quarter, right? And you did your best. That football team that I'm talking about with Coach Chavez is a lot like the Christian community of today. And it's a lot like the Christian community to which Micah was talking. Because he reminded the folks that out of you will come the promised one. Quit looking everywhere else. Quit looking at other things. I'm going to bring it out of you. Coach, isn't it wonderful that time when the boys do come back to win and you see their faces light up because they didn't know they could do it, but you did, right? It's one of those life-transforming moments that you remember 30 years later, right? Whether you played for someone or whether you coached them. And the joy that comes. Imagine what would happen in our lives. Imagine what would happen in the life of our families and our church and our community and in our world if we realized that all we needed to find joy we had already been given in the Christ child. How much would our lives change if we quit looking for satisfaction outside of the Christ child? How much would our lives change if instead of trying to buy something or be somebody or change this or do that or annihilate this or annihilate that or elect the right person or de-elect the right person or what if we quit looking to all these external things to find our joy and our happiness and instead realize that from the most unlikely of places came the one who delivered the world. You might go from who? From who? I mean, a couple of years ago, there were a few hundred thousand, if not a million or two, Cajuns who thought that Jimbo Fisher would be the man to lead LSU. And yet here's Coach O doing all right. You never know. You never know, but I think part of the message of today's prophetic word is let's not overlook the most unlikely of places. And let's not overlook the most unlikely of people to bring us this good news of great joy. Part of the reason why the prophets were ignored is they said stuff people just couldn't believe. Because they're dreams, their visions, their messages were so far out there that they defied logic. And yet, the prophetic words came true. As we get ready to begin the Christmas season tomorrow night, as we start to look at the 12 days of Christmas coming, beginning on December 25th and going through Epiphany. I want to encourage you this morning. I want to encourage you to celebrate this season by asking yourself, from whom? I want you to look again at life and ask yourself, where is it? Or in what is it that I am seeking joy?
that I am seeking peace, that I am seeking all this satisfaction. And I want to encourage you this Christmas season to set all that aside and to find your joy only in Christ. You're not going to find it in a politician. You're not going to find it in a political system. You're not going to find it in a football team. You're not going to find it in this or that or the other thing. But this season is all about the Christ child. The last thing we'll say about this is you notice in this passage that in order to go forward, it went way back. That's right, Micah had a wonderful way of phrasing it. What did he say? From you shall come forth for me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from old, from ancient days. from old, from ancient of days. That's the other reason why we go through the Advent season. That's the reason why the Christian church is eternal and universal as we worship with the church past, present, and future. Because sometimes the most important and the most influential word and the most influential act is found not in the now and not in the future but is rooted in the past. For as we read in John's Gospel, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In order for the world to find its deliverance, it had to go back to the one who in the beginning was the Word, the word and the Word was with God, the Word was God. And the Word became flesh. I'm not going to give you a ton of to-do list today, no magic points or anything. I want to invite you just to sit with this text from Micah. I want to invite you to sit with this text and just ask yourself this. From who am I seeking satisfaction? From what am I seeking joy? And let's use this Christmas season as to not beat ourselves up for what we have done. But let us hear again and accept again the news that in the beginning was the Word, the Word is with God, the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. And the Lord